0: Amen. Let's pray together, Church. Father in heaven, thank you for everything you have done for us. Thank you for this opportunity to be in your house, in your temple, Lord. Thank you for today, Lord. We are here to hear your voice, talking to our hearts, changing our hearts, Lord, towards you, that you might do whatever you want with us. Oh Lord, help us through this Christian journey, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be in your path. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Very good again to be here. (laughs) Uh, We will have a three series of uh, Light Up, Light It Up, which is a series that Colin proposed to me of doing it. And actually is a very challenging one, uh, because the first subject we will study will be Receive It. This is more about receiving the light of Jesus and how to receive in order to be a Christian. So this you might think that maybe is for the ones who are not Christians, that maybe they can hear this, this sermon. But it's very useful for us also, because we are Christians. We need to understand the basics to go forward and minister to the neighborhood also. So it's a very good subject. I will be starting to do this, receive it. And first we need to understand um, this context. Jesus, the light of the world, and the Messiah. Who is Jesus? Why is he the light of the world? And why is he the Messiah? So we will start on on John 8. And actually, Messiah, for those who don't know, is a term that they used uh, many years ago and still use um, in Israel mainly. Because he's a person who is appointed to be the uh, deliverer from, from evil and from this world, who is going to come to this world to change everything. And then they, these people, the Hebrew people mainly, they were one waiting for a deliverer for them. And then Jesus came, and actually, Jesus was. Uh, promised very very long time ago before he was in the world by uh, many prophets Isaiah is one of them very well known and then the Bible distinguish this um, light and darkness because the light of the world it means that you can see a path the light when it comes you can see everything where is around you. And then the darkness is where the world is at the moment. So we need to distinguish the two of them to understand better this passage that I'm going to go through. So the light of the world is only Jesus, and only Him can give the light of the world. And we will go through these points. And then we need to understand that living the light. Is actually what Jesus wants us to do. And then we will go further on on how to receive this light, how to be in the light of Jesus, how as a Christian we should behave in the church, outside the church, whatever we are. And then one of Jesus' reasons to come to the earth was because he wanted us to change in our hearts because mainly we will see on this verse that mainly he was confronting people on the law that knew the law of moses mainly and then he will confront these people to change their hearts why if people on the law already knew what they needed to do because the law is from moses moses and the love is coming from God, why Jesus needed to change their hearts mainly because they were living in a religiously way. So this is what we're going to talk today and I hope uh, you will enjoy and you will take for your life also because we as Christians, we need to walk the way that Jesus wants us to walk. So, the first, uh, the first one is about John, and the chapter is 8 and verse 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and where I am going, but you have no idea where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards a past judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are true, because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. In your own law, it's written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I'm one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. So we need to understand these verses. Why? What is Jesus talking about here? So first of all, we need to understand the the first verses over here. That he said that i'm the light of the world why he said that well firstly he's trying to explain that the world lives in darkness what does it mean that darkness is ruling the world so it's keeping people blind when it's darkness you cannot see anything so the light needs to, to come to reveal something for you is whatever you you're walking, if you walk in the desert uh, street through the night, you're going to see anything if there's no light. So the light is there to show you a path. And then this is uh, the thing that Jesus is saying that I'm the light of the world. I'm the only one who can show you the right way. And we can put in wherever context we, we can find in that example we try to find let's say a person that is not a christian Uh, he says i'm there in the right path i'm i know what i'm doing so we can challenge them as jesus challenged the the master in the law that jesus is the light of the world he's the only one who can show the way towards god so he is the only one who can bring light to the world and here he says whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life and here in these ones we can see that is a dispute dispute about a testimonies and this they are in their own law they are trying to jesus is trying to reveal in their own law why is he talking the truth why is he truthful about saying that he's the light of the world and then he says that we will never walk in darkness what this means is all our life we will walk with him in his presence the only way that we can do it is if we have his presence together with us and in the next one, he says that we'll have the light of life. What that, does that mean? If not, that when we receive him, we will have this light, that is his light, in our life. It means that we will have the light of life in this earth, and we will have eternal life. So it's not only the light of life, eternal life. is is about also in this earth we need to leave the light of of the light of jesus in this earth so whatever we do we do by because of his glory not because of ourselves so we need to understand that and it's affirmative to say that he's the only one who can do that because he's he's explaining why and the Pharisees challenging him here you are appearing as your own witness so how can i trust you how can i trust you are the one who was supposed to come how can i trust you as jesus as the messiah the one who's supposed to come who was promised for our people so the people of israel was waiting for this promised person to come and This promised person needs to be God because he's the only one who can do anything. And actually the only one was Jesus because he's the only one who can bring light to our lives and to people. And then uh, the third point is about that Jesus, as you can see, that didn't have that many agreements between him and the masters of the law. So he said that your testimony is not valid. So Jesus uh, is very, uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit also, and he's God. He answered, even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid. So he's God. Everything he says, of course, will be valid. But they didn't, they wanted to take him, not take him for granted. So they tried to challenge him. In terms of their own law if if he said something they would say well where is as they said where is your witness and here it comes like where they say like that for i know where i came from Whoops. sorry <laughs> for i know where i came from but you have no idea where i came from or where i'm going so you judge by human standards a past judgment on no one and on the verse 17 it says in your own law is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true so where is the other witness <laughs> if not the father and then he says the father is the other witnesses witness for myself because he's the only one who can witness that i'm his only son if you don't know him you don't know me so this is what he's trying to explain here because he's come from god to do a work to do to deliver us from sin mainly and then he's saying here that he's the light that can lead people through the path and then he says in your law it's written that the testimony of two wisdom is true so the only the other one is my father and we see that Jesus is God in these verses because the only one who can testify that he is God he's is he because of he's the messiah he's sent from God is the only God is the God alone and we as a believer need to understand that and need to believe our only thing that is required for us is believe that he is God, because we cannot see him, we cannot see God, we cannot see him face to face. This is why and where our faith comes to, to work. We need to believe in order to receive Jesus. We need to believe in order to know that he's coming from the Father, we need to believe that he came in flesh and he came to do whatever he need need to do and he is still watching us, he is still with us, he's still dwelling within us, because we are the believers. We are the ones that he chose to be to do the work. And we are here as a church together to do what he wants us to do. And this is very interesting because if you see by law, you, you can try to think on that situation that Jesus was trying to encourage them and try to demonstrate them that he was the Christ. He was the Messiah who was supposed to come in their own law. He tried to pick things and try to show them why he is the God, how, why he is the Messiah, how, they promised the one so it's very interesting this but there are other few uh, verses that we go through so we will go through some of other points in the Bible so uh, don't don't be scared that we're gonna <laughs> go through points in the Bible but this is only to try to understand why Jesus is the light of the world and why we need to receive him and how do we do to receive him as a savior many of of us of course are christians already but we need to understand what are the points that we need to achieve in terms of christianity we are christian today but there are points that we need to go through and if we didn't go through before we need to go through right now and then the second point is how can be sure we receive such a lot it's a very interesting also because it's a very well known between Christians these verses and I love John first because the the first chapter of John because it's very um, explanatory because it says about the creation of the world that Jesus was bet- uh, beside God creating the world he, is the word when when the when God spoke and created things, he is the word that acts on the creation. And then we will see in this chapter that we need to receive Jesus and why we need to receive. And how can I be sure that Jesus will be coming to my life? And this is a very good point also. So, the verse 9 on the first chapter, it says, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and through the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. So, it's a very... Uh, explanatory it is because we need to understand and uh, i will make a point let's just finish yet to all who did receive him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of god children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will but born of god and this is very interesting because he he's trying to explain deeper how to come to his light and why is why he did came to rescue and he says like the true life that gives light to everyone was coming to the world so was explaining the whole process of jesus coming through the world so this true light the jesus was coming to the world he was in the world so he's in the verse 10, he's already in the world, and through the world was made through him. So the world was made through him. This is an affirmative. We need to understand that Jesus also created, was in the creation. So the three of them God Father, God Son, and the God Holy Spirit was in the creation. We need to understand that. And we need to understand that Jesus created everything also. And the world that he created did not recognize him. So this is a very powerful message, church. Because we need to understand in our life why the world did not recognize him. Why we were lost in sin before it came to Jesus. Why? And then we need to try to understand to teach people also why they are lost why they do do not come to church why they do not praise our lord and savior jesus christ and here it says like he came to that which was his own but his own did not receive him so it's two words with a little bit of different meaning recognize him would be more like when someone passes and you did, do not recognize him, because probably you are in a rush or you have something to do. Or maybe over here they are saying, because they, they are with a lot of things on mind, that they did not think that a person from Nazareth would appear to be the savior. How this person would be my savior? He came with no no army he came with no no power he came as a poor guy let's say he came in a very humble situation he was delivered not in a hospital we can see from that and then this is very interesting because the ones that was made through jesus did not receive him so this is a very important one because if they recognize jesus why did they not receive him i think both does not go together if you recognize a person let's say if you recognize a person coming down the street and then you're gonna probably say hello or, good morning or something like that so you are receiving the person and then probably they, they didn't think as a savior. And then they, no, this is not my savior. So I will not receive him. And this is what is happening right now. Because you can see around the world also. We, we're not talking about only Israel at this point. We are talking about the world. Because even if they came from Israel, they, they were, he was born there. And he came for the Jewish mostly. And then we can accept the salvation also. We can have the salvation also. Because we are his church. We are his body. We are here because of him. And then it comes the second part. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God this is a very important thing because not everyone is children of God not everyone is born to be saved what I mean by that is if they do not accept Jesus if they do not recognize Jesus if they do not accept everything that Jesus said they cannot become children of God. We don't know for those who did not hear from the Bible. We do not know. Only God can judge them. But we need to do our, what was expected us to do, and we will talk more about in the third series, uh, in the third sermon, about sharing it, when we will talk more about uh, sharing the gospel to others. And then we will see that people who do not know him have the, they may think that they are, they go to heaven because their deeds are good. But he is not talking about deeds, about works. He's not talking about anything like that. He's talking about faith. This is the only thing he's talking about here. And children born not of natural descent. Not of human decision or of his husband's will, but born of God. So here is a spiritual birth. It's not that we will come from the, our mother's womb again. It's not anything like that. It's about spiritual birth. So it's a, let's say, rebirth of, in a spiritual uh, sense. And here he's very precise. We need to receive it in order to obtain this thing. And he's showing that to everyone. Through all his life. He's showing that he's the only who can bring salvation. So the light of the world can bring salvation. This is the light. He's showing the path. He leads to salvation. All right. We understood. But in this life if we don't follow him we are not in the light we need to understand that eternal life also starts here eternal life also starts with our actions as a church as believers and then we go to the next point how to receive jesus the light of the world here we can think more about um, people who are not christians mainly but we will see points here that it can apply to our life it can be a very very uh, great change in our life so we have two, three challenging steps the first step is Romans 10 romans 10 verse 9 and 10. if you declare with your mouth jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. This is a very important for us, church, because if we not declare with our mouth and our heart that Jesus Christ is the Lord, we can't be saved because we always are worshiping him like Jesus is Lord, and that is great. But if we don't accept him in our heart, we cannot be saved. And this is a very important decision, because if you go to your room and say, Jesus, I accept you, what you've done for me, you can become children of God. And then when we preach to others, we need to understand that we need to include that in the preaching. Because people need to declare that Jesus is Lord. That he raised from the dead. This is a very important decision. Because how can you believe and say that Jesus didn't raise from the dead? How can you believe and don't believe? Oh, I will believe in this part of the Bible, but this is not. Nah is not my thing and this we say that we are justified by jesus when we say that but in your, our heart so when we believe in our heart we are justified when we say with our mouth we profess our faith i love this <laughs> it's lovely I cannot say anymore because we need to do that, church. In our room, in our, everywhere. We need to profess that Jesus is the Savior, that Jesus is the only one who can bring us light. The second step is a very interesting one, also. John the chapter 3. Just, uh, Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. It's very important this church. We have many people that was not baptized. Many can be in the other church, can be here, can be everywhere. But baptism, when we have a chance, it should be done because let's try to remember when colin was preaching here last sunday he was preaching about the, the two people who were beside jesus in the cross and when he said about that uh, one of of the person said that um, he wanted to to be in the, with jesus that he's god and then jesus affirmed that He will be with me in the paradise in this day. He had no chance to be baptized. This is why Jesus allowed him to come to to paradise. But we have the chance to be baptized. Why do not do it? Because he is very clear to us that Jesus is saying for us to do it and how we do it with our water and the spirit when we are baptized we are born again in the water from the water we are born again from the spirit if you have never been baptized you can talk to us afterwards we probably have uh we used to have a pool i'm not sure if we have but i can arrange this with Colleen. no not anymore all right but we can arrange this with Colleen. But it's a very important thing because we declare our faith. We declare who God is in our life. We declare to others to see. Because the first one was about declaring with our mouth. It can be done in your room, whatever you want. It can be done public. But baptism is a very act. That everyone is watching. You. Everyone knows that you you are born again. And the third step. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> Wait a minute. Sorry about that. I think the. Yeah, it's not working oh good thank you (laughs) i don't know why sorry about that church uh third step leave the light we received the light we confess the light we've been baptized because of the light let's leave the light what this means is right there Matthew 5. And glorify your Father in heaven. It's very interesting this one. Because we need to be the light. Jesus is talking about us now. He is the light. But he gives to us the the power. the, The possibility to be the light also. Of the world. So we as a Christian. We should be light of the world. We can be light of the world how we can do that well it says here a town built on a hill cannot be hidden what he means by that if you see a, ta- a town let's say on the top of the mountain with lights on and it's very dark you of course you're gonna look up to the top to the the city and this is very interesting because he's trying to do a parallel here with what we can see and what we can do, what we can be. We can be the light of the world. The light only can be done if we shine. We cannot shine if we don't do the first two steps. The first two steps is confess. We confess that he's a savior. We confess that he is the light. He is raised from the dead. You need to confess that. That he's raised, he's living again. He lives again. He's risen. And then we can do that. Only, only in these terms, church, we can do that. Because it's saying here, neither do people light a lamp and put it on their bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your shine, light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. We will glorify our Father in heaven because of our deeds. See how important it is to be the light of the world. They will glorify God because of us, because what we said today. What are we going to say today? If, is not in our heart. If we say, okay, Jesus is my Lord, is my Savior, but you do another thing instead, let's say at your home, in the streets, we cannot do that because if we do not profess our faith every minute, we are not born again. We need to be more Christians. And the last topic and this finishing church why are there still people who don't believe in him well we can say that people still didn't hear about the good news yes there are some people it's very hard when we say that this neighborhood never heard about Jesus because we have the resource, we have internet, we we are connected every day. It's very hard. They may not know that Jesus is the savior. They may not know that Jesus can save them. But they probably heard about Jesus. And the first point is a very interesting and actually if you come on Thursday, I would like to present this in prayer because this is very complicated, because it's saying here the God of this age has blinded the mind of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. He is a very important thing, is a very important key for us to fight. Darkness. We need to fight back, darkness. In terms of if we are the light, the light needs to have a value, so the light creates maybe an actress between the two and enters the darkness. And then he's saying here, the god of this age. Who is the god of this age? Is a very important question because we need to understand who are we fighting. We are fighting, of course. First, we can n- nominate the devil, because he's our enemy. But it's a very interesting thing, because in the second point where I'm going to present, we're going to see ourselves. <laughs> it's a very. It's a very important, because here, first of all, we need to understand that unbelievers are being blinded so they they cannot see properly they need the light of jesus and how they will achieve this light through us only and through the holy spirit and here the gospel displays the glory of christ we cannot say that the gospel is is not the the word of christ because it is And he is the image of God. It's very lovely this. And this is the second point and last one. This is the verdict. On John chapter 3. Light has come into the world. But people loved darkness instead. Of light. Because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light. And will not come into the light. For fear that their deeds will be exposed but whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of god it's a hard one this (laughs) but we need to understand that our desires our deeds many times prefer evil rather than good what this means, since when we sinned, we prefer mainly evil than good. And we are, and I'm talking about Christianity as also, because we have our own battles. We have our own fights between ourselves and between our desires, between what we want. Sometimes we want something that Jesus is condemning. Jesus condemned this and that is sin but also if we live because of the light, because of Jesus light, we live to be to be safe we need to understand that. we need to understand that evil hates the light and light hates evil. we need to understand that. we need to understand that whatever we do alone at home mainly will be counted and whatever we do outside of the church or inside of the church wherever we are will be counted will be coming a time that will be counted and here we need to understand why their deeds are evil Because of our sin. Because we are sinful persons. We are sinful people. And we need to understand that if we are sinful people, we need to seek Jesus' face every time. Because he's the only one who can deliver us from sin. And we need to fight in prayer every time. Because our desires may overcome ourselves. And this generates a sin. And then he's saying here, whoever lives by the truth comes into the light. So it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Whatever we do is a testimony to others. Whatever we do, is, it can be used or against us or our own side and this is very important as a christians because we need to understand who are we fighting we are fighting the devil yes but the gods is not the god devil is no god the gods can be anything that separates us from god can be i don't know treasures can be Uh, any desire, any evil desires that separate us from God. And this is very important. We need to understand that. And we need to fight that. We need to fight in prayer. We need to fight with the armor that we have. The armor is only the Bible and our faith. And we need to understand that if we say, many things can happen. If we're saying Jesus' name, many things can happen. Because his name is above all. Let's pray. And then we might finish.